this is this is hard to hard to believe, but we're actually at lesson ten, and this is his last lesson. Hey, how hard's that? You will be going out into the world after this. I can't hardly believe it. I can't hardly believe my eyes. Life has flashed before my eyes. Um, now, I was going to introduce a bit of helicopter punching in this one, but um, I've, I think it's going to be too noisy because this is a residential area and um, it's mostly houses around here, a couple of temples of doom, but mostly houses. Um, there's, I mean, it's quite a quiet neighbourhood. You get the occasional bark of a space dog. Uh, but apart from that, it's really kind of... It's really about... Um, it's something about the way that this neighbourhood is constructed. They say, some people reckon, that it was built on the grave of gold diggers who died in the mines in Ballarat and were shipped down here and were buried in this very place under the ground. And rumour has it that through these hallways there walks a ghost who wanders around in search of gold, lost gold. Some people think, some people place this incident in 1854 at the height of the gold rush. Uh, now, sort of uh, 150 years later, it ties into the story of Kevin Hawthorne uh, I've probably told you more than I should have about his story so far. But it has to do with ownership uh, of some of the local car sales yards and drugs or what the locals call feast meals. Box Hill Central operates on a kind of feast meal system. It's fuelled by nightmares, basically. Um, if you look around Box Hill, you'll notice it's quite full of people who hate their jobs and their lives in general. And that's what I say, that's what I say when it's fuelled by nightmares. Um, people, people in Box Hill, this is very unique to Box Hill, people dread their daily existence, pretty much. And that rubs off when you're up there. Um, it makes people a bit like maggots or a bit like trippers um, what I mean by that is that there's an atmosphere of overwhelming dread um, that, as though they're on a timeline that stretches out further than Puffing Billy uh, from from my experience this is how and this is probably the last thing I want to tell you about it's pretty much coping with life in Box Hill because I grew up in Box Hill. I lived here from when I was very, very young. Even, well, I was born here, really. That's, that's the long and the short of it. Um, I grew up here. I've been around Box Hill. I know how to handle myself in Box Hill. I know what to say when people say things to me. I'll give you an example. I might walk into the newsagent and let's say I want to buy a little bit of stationery and a newspaper. Now, in any other suburb, they might ask you, Is it, do you want anything else? 
In Box Hill, they won't, because they know that people of Box Hill don't... They don't really want for anything, because they have everything they need, but nothing that they want. It's part of their nightmare existence. The food court is a place where people come together to congregate and share their knowledge of Box Hill, how to survive. If you delve down into the food court, you'll hear people talking about how they're going to get through the rest of the day without, um, pretty much without being attacked. Um, and some of them make it through and some of them don't. Some of them go to the police and well, they approach the police. Box Hill Police Station's very overwhelmed. Some of them go to the police station asking, telling the police they have, you know, that there's an unknown fear creeping into the edges of their mind. And the Box Hill Police, all they can do is hand out medication and um, survival sort of show bags. And mostly it's um, the Cadbury range. Sometimes it's blocks of chocolate. Sometimes it's just bars. Sometimes it's them little round chocolates with fillings. And that's, they say that that's all you can really, that's all that they're allowed to dish out. They're not allowed to dish out pharmaceuticals because they're not qualified to do it. Um, another place people go to get there, to get through the day is the Box Hill Library. That's because it's got the internet and people like to go there to uh, do internet search, um, Wikipedia, YouTube, and there they can find... There's advice on there about how to get through the day. Um, and that's where the inscription on the side of the library says our days are as a shadow because it's alluding to the fact that the people of Box Hill live in a shadow. This may sound like a very depressing end to this course, and it is, in a way, but perhaps what I'm trying to do by telling you about all this is to give you the background and the context of why I do what I do. And I'm talking about my night patrols, I'm talking about trying to make life in Box Hill better. And I don't mean the sort of things that politicians promise you about new streets or new facilities. I'm talking at a deeper level, a level of the mind, the level of the soul, the level of the body, the level of happiness, really, and hope. If I can... I'm just one man trying to bring hope back to this town. I don't really... I will admit to you, I don't really know... I couldn't say exactly what I'm doing. I take it night by night. I take it problem by problem. I take it one fight at a time. I, there's no instruction book for what I do and you can't teach it. And that's what I, I've been trying to teach you, but it's a paradox that you can't teach it. But perhaps through hearing some of my stories, I might be able to pass on to you the spirit, what I would call the spirit of Box Hill. All of us, all we ever have 
is our sense of what is right and how to make life good for ourselves. Each night when I'm out there in my car, I am just trying to fight this despair and hopelessness that's come over our town. Man cannot live on bread alone. I know this. I've seen this. I've seen our town go down, down. I've seen hope drain out of Box Hill, trickle by trickle. I can't stand for this. I refuse to distract myself with the minutiae of life. I refuse to while away my days until I'm cold in the grave. Therefore, I choose to fight. And my way of fighting is actual physical fighting, as in punch-ons, uh, with those who I believe are contributing to the oppression of the people of Box Hill. People like bogans, idiots, fools, wankers, cutthroats, devils, insidious gutter snipes, pathetic shopkeepers, rude petrol station attendants, unobservant librarians who misguide you in your search for information, lazy grave diggers at the Box Hill Cemetery, teachers going through the motions of Box Hill High, bad bowlers at the Box Hill Bowls Club. Check out register attendants in supermarkets who cannot even conjure up the facsimile of a smile as you pass through the checkout. All of these types are in my sights and I execute and I execute and I execute night after night only to try and lift the souls of the people. If that's a crime, I'm guilty. Guilty as charged. But I won't stop. It's my mission to make Box Hill happy and full of hope and to return Box Hill to its former glory. It's a solemn note to finish this series of lectures on, but I believe now I've come to the true heart of my teaching and that you students have now entered what I would call the realm of knowledge and the true meaning of Box Hill and its people. I'll leave you with these words, and it's a poem I wrote about my endeavour. For me, the sun shines at night, not the sun, nor its reflection of the moon. For me, my sun is in my heart and my soul, and in the power of my vehicle and the strength of my fist as it greets the face and crack noses bleeding eye sockets and cracked neck of my enemies. My enemies I will crush. I will not cease, but I shall go forward. I'll drive my vehicle deep into the night. I will not exceed the speed limit, but I will exceed my expectations of myself and my fellow citizens. Fight together, 
drive together. Remain hopeful, but not conceited or too full of pride. Do the right thing. Don't stuff up. Make yourself better. That's something I wrote and I treat it as my motto uh, or slogan. Um, Look, although tonight is our last lesson, don't think that I've gone. Let's carry on with each other in our hearts and minds. Although there are only two of you left by this last class, whittled down from 40 plus at the beginning of the course, you two I consider the chosen few or couple. And it is you who I will continue to think of, protect, serve, and love in a particular way um, forever. So I would like you to now stand up and bow to me. Good. And repeat after me these words. Thank you, sir. My pleasure. Then you say... Thank you. And you. Well, that's the end. See you later.